Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Ritual Podcast. I'm Sarah Fawkes and we are talking about empathy today and what that looks like in, in ritual and incorporating that into your daily life. Uh, also, the big reason why I'm bringing this up is because I just felt super inspired by a video I saw with Pharrell Williams talking about how he creates with empathy and when he does, He's able to channel something so much bigger than him, so much bigger than, you know, his one sole mission or feeling. He can actually tap into a, a collective feeling and speak to all of those people. And it allows him to connect on all these different levels in a way that, you know, he wasn't really able to do before. And it just really blew my mind. Hear him talk about empathy because it made me realize am I operating from a place of empathy? Like, am I able to hear a person's situation and am I able to put myself in their shoes and feel what that's like? And you know, I think I really hold space a lot, like, very easily and naturally for people that I'm treating and just like people I do readings for, and, and I always try to think about the other side for example if I'm ever in disagreement with someone I always try to consider all the options and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah you well, have let to me, let me consider what this person's actually saying because I may be wrong mm-hmm. and you know and that's also okay and so I think when we operate from a place of empathy we just go so much deeper into ourselves into other people and we can tap into something that can revitalize the work that we're doing mm-hmm. and change people's lives. When Pharrell Williams was talking about his song Happy and how he how he started to have all the puzzles click in his mind about empathy, he was creating a song for a man that was happy. And so he came up with the song Happy, that's what they chose, and that song blew up. And so many people were listening to that song because they vibed with it. They, they could basically picture themselves as like, this is the soundtrack of their life. And he had so many people message him saying like, this song changed my life. This that song, they were inspired. Right, this song like helped me through cancer. This song uh, was played at my grandma's funeral. Like all of this stuff that he was just like saying and touching so many people's lives. He was like, that's what empathy can do. It can mm-hmm. connect you to everybody. Yeah. And it was such a powerful message. And it made me think about how we can create with empathy in our businesses, in our partnerships, in our friendships, in just our daily life with ourselves, right? Like, how can we have compassion for ourselves, right? And us being in the human experience and experiencing fear and shame and guilt and like all of this, all these things that we naturally feel. How can we then hold space for ourselves or even ask for support? So yeah. that way we can have someone else like, you know, step in that place of being an empathetic to our situation yeah. and receiving. You can't, you can't get something that you don't ask for. And also I think um, in coming from a place of empathy, you could almost think of an um, image flashed in my mind as you were describing that of even people that don't speak the same language. It's mm-hmm. kindness 
is a universal kindness and love is a universal language so just by action of like yeah uh doing the right thing you know uh helping someone when they're down like the good samaritan kind of thing like those little you know holding the door open for someone those little interactions are so powerful my friend cynthia and i we talk frequently about how when your barista who's serving you your coffee is very energetic and she's just the first face you see in the morning as you're going to work and you're drinking coffee and if she is like positive and bubbly and she's just wishing you a, an amazing day yeah. it's, it's how like how positive is that start versus if someone was like oh it's it's five dollars and then you're like here take my money fuck me you know like yeah. just continuing this life kind of robotically mm-hmm. and it's it's how we bring empathy in is just by starting with those little things and realizing those are the big things. Yeah. Something that also clicked in my mind about this was how empathy can actually teach us to be considerate mm-hmm. to other people. Like, imagine if that woman or the barista, the man behind the bar is able to be like, how would I want to be treated in the morning? Yeah. I want to be treated like with kindness yeah you know with, gen- with genuineness and i think when you operate from that then you become more considerate mm-hmm. you're able to see those little see things see those little things you're able to see the need hold all of these different parts and not be so in your mind and be so in your own experience like mm-hmm. there's other people having this human experience with you like let's all have a beautiful experience together let's be kind let's do let's let's share love whether it's saying hi how are you or sending a song or remembering the little remembering the little things about someone yeah, like it's, i it's i like chocolate i like blueberries and blackberries and lynn got me a cute muffin <laughs> yeah and it's just like those those little things about life that that's our journey you know we're not it's not about trying to reach you know the end thing it's about this experience that we are having right in front of our eyes what we're feeling at this very moment and you know something that I felt personally today was I wasn't really feeling good when Mm -hmm. I woke up well I had a really good day besides not feeling that well I had a slight headache my stomach was kind of feeling weird and then I had an acupuncture appointment later in the day and so I kind of was like a little wishy-washy like I don't know if I should not wishy-washy that's not the right word I want to say I was a little apprehensive about doing the treatment because I want I want to be 100% mm-hmm. when I give treatments to people but realistically that's not that's not feasible like you're not 100% all the time mm-hmm. and so I was feeling good enough to treat her mm-hmm. and so I did and honestly after that I felt so much better And the reason is because I was able to get out of my experience. I was able to get out of my body for a second and feel what this other person's feeling and and support them and Mm -hmm. guide them and hold space for them. Whatever they're going through, it doesn't matter, right? But, like, I can be somebody to hold them in that. Yeah. And and somehow, like, even a, a little amount connect with them. On their journey and that is so powerful and I realize that that's such a gift yeah that's the definition of being a vessel 
yeah, I mean, it was just really powerful for me to, like, realize that, that I felt better after I treated her because, mm-hmm. you know, you're very much, when you're sick, you're like, oh, it's, I have to rest and I have to, you know, take care of my body. And it's like, you do have to do those things. You have to nourish yourself. You have to take care of yourself. And there's also a time when you need to almost take space away from yourself. Yeah, you got to buck up sometimes. Yeah, and you kind of have to be like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm yeah. going to still work on my mission today, even if I don't feel 100%. Like, if I feel 80%, that's still enough to do a little bit mm-hmm. and to give a little bit more. And so, yeah, just creating from that space of empathy also in school we talk so much about empathy and how it's so important to work with patients with empathy and in anything you do right and i mean imagine going to a doctor who just like is not empathetic to your situation it's just like i don't understand you and you just feel like super misunderstood and not seen and not heard i feel like when you operate out of empathy feel seen they feel heard they feel recognized mm-hmm. and that's what we're, that's the only thing we're looking for you know is to is to be seen mm-hmm. to to get attention yeah and that's something that oprah talks about a lot is just like the one thing that people want is to receive love yeah like they want to be loved they want attention they, they want you know they just want to be connected yeah connected it's so funny that you mentioned that about being a doctor and not having essentially good bedside manners where it's like you don't care about this person you know and it's evident yeah so in my own family something that kind of my parents would always know because it was pretty evident is my uncle he was a doctor and like he just wasn't a good one you know what I'm saying like he just like he just really wasn't a good doctor like even he's my doctor and when I got COVID like of course he was like concerned like not really though you know it was more of a robotic uh, treatment like okay yeah this is what we're gonna do and you know I hope it works out and just like so robotic and I'm like damn I'm your family and you're not even like being oh I'm so sorry that you know I don't don't like baby me but like dang I can't even imagine what your patients get you know like just like you don't have to it doesn't have to be like a pity party yeah it's like at least be understanding yeah like ask me don't be like rate one to ten where's your pain you know what I'm saying you could be like how are you feeling today or you know what like where does it hurt kind of thing and it's just he's he's just that kind of doctor that he did it for the money and so it's kind of bringing up your Pharrell Mm -hmm. um example is when ego versus when it's when it's ego when it's like oh he just stepped into that profession because it was going to make him a lot of money and it was respectable versus actually choosing to be a healer because you're empathetic towards people who are sick yeah there's a big difference and i think people nowadays are feeling that you know there's you could just feel how different it is when you tre- are treated by somebody who really cares yeah versus you can definitely tell does not care energetically you can feel it yeah energy physically mentally everything you know it's like you want to be treated by someone who genuinely cares that's like genuinely being called to this thing not just because they're doing it because it's because they memorize all the things in the book yeah or any of that you know it's like yeah so it's really important to in at least being an acupuncturist to operate with 
with integrity and with empathy because that's what people want, you know? Something that I actually learned a couple of months ago, I ended up hanging out with two doctors on the other side of Costa Rica, on the Pacific side, met them randomly at this hotel, and I asked one of them, I said, starting out, like, me being a doctor, what do you, what do you, what advice do you have for me? And he was like, it's really great that you asked me that. And because he's been a doctor in the field for a long time, and he's like started multiple businesses and mm-hmm. stuff. And he was saying, you have to realize that you want to be treated how you would like to be treated. Oh, 100%. People want to be treated how they want to be treated. Not not necessarily how you would like to be treated. Yeah. And he was like, that's the difference between treat people like how you want to be treated. Because he's like, honestly, for me, I don't know if I want to be treated how you treat yourself. Yeah. Oh, wow. I never thought about it like that. yourself how you would like to be treated, and then you need to treat others how they want to be treated. And he just like blew my mind. And he was like, that's the golden rule. That's wow. the golden rule here. Treat people how they want to be treated. You see people, you hear people, and you hold space for people yeah. and how they want to be, right? For example, in my treatment today, it was like, when I am in the treatment room with somebody, they are they are the, they are the master of their journey here. Yeah. I am just there to be a vessel to like, guide them right but they are the only person that can go within and like just understand what's really going on in their body it's not me as much as I want to like how you know super good I am at pulse taking or any diagnosis diagnostic tool it's just they know the best Mm -hmm. and I was telling my patient that like you have the intelligence within you I am just here to guide you i am that like guiding light in the dark but it's you that must walk right and it's like it's profound yeah that doctor changed the game for me because you know you always hear you have to treat people the way you want to be treated and sometimes you don't treat yourself good you don't say good things to yourself yeah you don't set a good example for how you want to be treated exactly and this like ties in a lot to what we were talking about yesterday was like we want to be surrounded by people who are embodying their purpose, who are living it out and saying and saying things that are in integrity, doing things that are also integrity, like mm-hmm. just living a life with purpose, with intention, intention, ritual, like ritual, like their life is a constant ceremony. Yeah. You know, and it's that's, like <clears throat> that's the perfect summary of exactly the person that I'm looking for as my mentor where it's like <clears throat> There's all of these people that have something to teach me. That's that's not a lie. Everybody has something to teach me. But who am I going to choose to guide me? Because who you would trust to like learn various lessons from and who you would trust to yeah. advise you and be vulnerable with in so many different areas. It's like so you have to choose the mentor that's already done what you're doing. And that's I want to live in an authentic place. Uh, conducive to the like this environment and mm-hmm. basically like my highest self and that's like near 
water that's near the mountains and that's like how can I operate my business from home or like all over the world if I decide to choose to live that way yeah. and so I don't know that just kind of came into my mind yeah no, I think that's it's really great clarity to have because having a mentor who can guide the way for you is one of the most important things I think and I feel like nowadays in new age like spirituality it's like okay you don't need a guru everyone wants to be a guru and stuff and it's just like you don't have to think about it that way there's mm-hmm. always somebody that's going to be better than you mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone that's you know you're better than yeah and that's just like that's just a reality of it and so working with someone who has had more experience than you has a bit more wisdom than you in a certain area is like is actually a very smart thing and it's not I swear so my grandma knows everything I used to think she didn't know yo, but my grandma spits the facts that's every my time type of mentors like old ladies yeah just, I need like, an old so woman wisdom, that they're just connected just like give no fucks yeah you know like those are my fucking people man that I can yeah. I, I want someone that's I've I want someone that's fucked up at least twice and like if you haven't fucked up at least twice then what? I don't know no I'm just saying but I think it's important to yeah it's like not saying that a young person can't be wise or can't have those attributes of someone that I would look for in a mentor but what I feel like is unbeatable is years and years of mistakes mm. you know what I'm saying because that's priceless experience it's hey, you know what, I had to go through this and maybe you're going to do what you want, but maybe you won't have to go through it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting you're saying that because, again, to go back to the Pharrell <laughs> video that I watched this morning was reminding me that he talked about the song Happy. Uh-huh. And he tried to get it out to radios and they said no. Okay. Because during that time they were like, the radio's only like EDM, right? It's only like electronic music. And so everyone rejected the song Happy. And it's like, he went through this like trial process of, of putting himself out there, putting the song out there and like basically getting rejected yeah. and failing. And being like, I'm gonna keep trying, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. And, and not allowing something to, like that to stop him, not allowing a no to stop him. Because a no is, I feel like it could be one of the best things that could happen to you. Mm -hmm. Like imagine if, you know, for example, I, before, in a past life, I was working in tech and I was in cybersecurity. I had two jobs. I had two job offerings. I had a job offer with Warner Brothers to work in their like cybersecurity department, and then I had another job offer from like a smaller company, a less well-known in their cybersecurity department as well. But they were both like a little bit different, and I vibed a lot with more with the manager at the smaller company. And I said, am I going to go for a company that is well-known and I didn't really vibe with very much? Or am I going to go with the company that I did actually vibe with? And 
was more up my alley and mm-hmm. I chose the other company mm-hmm. and it was like imagine if I just took the other way like your life would be totally it'd different be, it'd be different and so sometimes I feel like you hear the nose in order for you to be redirected into another direction yeah failure and is something that just makes you stronger and that's taken me a long time to figure out like honestly I'm still figuring that mm-hmm. out like I don't think you ever not get bummed out about getting rejected or yeah. failing something because you put your heart and soul into something and you of course you want it to work of course you want your baby to fly you know mm-hmm. and it's just about still having faith and trusting in that you are guided and you have what it takes to be you know capable you're, you're capable. capable to be successful in what you're doing so it's so funny how we talk about faith because I just finished that journal today that I was telling you about and the last question is how much has God asked of you and I followed it up with a small quote of truly I tell you if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you can say this to the mountain move from here to there and it will move nothing will be impossible for you and that's Matthew 17 20 in the Bible and that's so true it's just saying you know have faith like nothing too much is given to you. Nothing that you cannot handle. Yeah, that's so powerful. I definitely, I definitely say that to myself a lot where I'm always given what I can tolerate. Mm-hmm. I'm always given what I can handle. And it's just the universe really testing you and your strength and your faith mm-hmm. in yourself and in the process of life it's like if you do get rejected by something or some business or anything it's like do you have what it takes to get up from that and use that energy constructively and and then be like okay I'm not gonna let this get me down I'm gonna keep going or are you going to pivot and do mm-hmm. something different or or not do anything at all you know mm-hmm. it's like and then me I'm here. it's really about yeah, having faith and yeah, it's kind of like tied us back into empathy. I feel empathy is going to change the world. Like empathy being integrated into business, into hospitals, into everything that we do, into the mainstream is going to completely change everything because think about history being written with empathy. Mm-hmm. Way less wars. Way less wars. Way less like disagreements. Domination. And this and that. Yeah, and it's just it's just pretty amazing because I was one video that I I just watched. Yeah. You know about empathy that would just open my mind, and that's another thing. Empathy allows you to be open. Mm-hmm. When you are. It softens the other person as well. On the receiving end of such a deep level of understanding, it allows someone to be like, wow, I'm actually being seen. And they're attempting to understand because there's those things that sometimes, like, we're just never going to understand, but at least I'm going to try. And it, it, like, invites other people to do the exact same. To be a little softer, to have a little more faith in humanity, to have a little more faith in themselves. it's definitely true I mean I feel that when you have empathy and you show empathy to another person 
their heart opens. Mm-hmm. Your heart opens. And your hearts are able to connect. Yeah. On a very deep level that I feel that is not talked about often. Mm-hmm. You know, having a very empathetic way of like understanding the world allows your heart to connect so much that's around you. With the people that are around you, with the food that's around you, with you know, even even doing prayer around your food is like I'm so grateful for my food and the hands that made my food, the land that made that food. It's like being able to put yourself in gratitude for those people who were involved in those lands that were involved in creating what's in front of you right now. That I feel like is shifting your mindset into an empathetic mindset. Mm-hmm. And it's super powerful and I feel that this is this is like talk that we have all the time in medical school, especially in like Chinese medical school. We talk a lot about empathy and what that means for a patient. And I think there was like a study where they had patients rating like the nurses and their bedside manners. And it, I think it showed something that people felt better and they got better faster when they had someone caring, caring about them. Yeah. And it makes you feel more empowered that mm-hmm. someone else cares. Yeah. And it creates this ripple effect in the ocean of <clears throat> our whole life that if there's one person that fucking cares, maybe I can start caring today. Yeah. You know? And that's something that's just, that's going to change the world. My, you know? It's funny because my dad, he was pretty in a rough situation during covid he was hospitalized for a few weeks and he said nothing broke him more than when he would see like a body go by his room right and he told the nurse he was like can i please talk to someone that's in charge and he told them he said do you know what it feels like when you're sick and your family is not allowed to come and visit you because this whole covid like station like no one's allowed in and out of the hospital he's like you know how it feels when you're completely alone and you could definitely die alone and just seeing these dead bodies pass by a room he's like can you have some empathy of how that makes us feel when we're trying to recover and we're feeling hopeless already and they're like we're so sorry about like and my dad's like i've seen three people those are humans go by his room in covid station where he was for weeks like fighting for his life you know yeah and he's just like you see the people that like kind of give up and it's like super heartbreaking because it's like weeks and weeks of solitude confinement that's why everyone went a little bit crazy during the pandemic of like the lack of connection and just imagine if you're sick like how much worse is it like you want to be babied you want to be cared for and if your nurses are cold because they're overworked or they don't really care. It's like, well, what's the point? What motivates that person to fight? Yeah, that's so hard. Yeah, that's so hard. I mean, that's what I'm saying. When we integrate our systems with empathetic values, it's it's gonna change the game. You know, it's gonna change the way people operate because are cared for you want to care for another person it's just as simple as that mm-hmm. you know and it's just like sometimes I don't 
sometimes when I'm doing acupuncture or I'm, I'm just like, doing something for somebody, I genuinely am like, I'm happy. I love being in that giving state and being able to continue to perpetuate being able to take care of another person mm-hmm. it's a very being able to help another person being able to help and that's what like we're it's all about like collaboration helping each other supporting each other and lifting each other up like that's what it's about and you know I, it makes me think of that song it's like and we are what is it lifting each other up or and lift each, each other up higher and higher we Challenging each other. That's a good song. I mean, yeah, seriously, I I genuinely think that empathy will change the game when we begin to create, you know, the world around us with empathy. When we begin to think about ourselves in in the shoes of other people. Yeah, not such a selfish mindset. Right. I think that we are on this conscious shift where it's we're becoming multifaceted individuals and uh, feeling into more and listening to our bodies and all of these different things and it's like we know how it feels when we're coming from an authentic place and when uh, we receive that reward of like you received today it's Mm -hmm. priceless and so I kind of want to just finish off by putting a challenge out there to all of you who are listening. Think about something that you can do this week that puts you in an empathetic state of mind and what can you do to inspire others to do the same? Yes. You know, even something as simple as reading another person's biography and yeah. feeling what it would be like to, to live that. Yeah, you know, to suffer what they suffered. Right. Something that me and you had talked about in the past was like man's search for meaning. Is like even maybe not a story that's like as intense. So intense, but I mean it could be. And yeah. maybe you do deeply want to practice what it feels like to be empathetic, to be considerate. And that I do these such- weird things when I get into a mood where I feel like I'm lacking connectivity with others. And this is kind of a confession. My family knows I do it and they tease me about it, but it's like in order for me to feel human again I have to watch something completely historically depressing like I have to watch a war movie or I have to watch like a slave movie or something radical as hell like I have to watch that like I watched 12 years of slave with my brother for fun like to like not for fun but to watch it so that I can feel more connected to like the struggle that people have felt like um, I don't know. It's a really weird thing, but yeah. it's. Well, I think it's the same thing. It's like it brings you out of your body, and it puts you into the perspective of another person and a whole another collective. And you're like, how could this happen yeah. to another group of people? And what can we do to change it? And yeah. it gets your fire going. Even even if you're listening to sad music, it's like, what yes. is what is sad music? Why do you always when you're sad turn on sad music? Because it's like you're singing the words of a story that someone put on paper and recorded and put music behind it and you're it's like basically a whole movie going on in the in the song and you're just seeing it and you feel the artist's pain or the artist's joy Girl, and I you're able 
to experience that. Like you're able to get a glimpse of what it feels like because you hear the pain in their voice and you hear like all of the emotion that that comes with. And so I think that's why I do that because it allows me to tap into that space and it's beautiful. And people are like, I don't want to think about that. Or like, that's depressing. Or like, you're so serious. Like, I get cut on for being too serious. And they're like, why do you want to watch like those kind of shows? Capricorn. And Yeah, Capricorn. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, this, you, this happened less than 100 years ago. This happened 50 years ago. This happened 10 years ago. Like, this happens again and again and again and again and again. Because you motherfuckers don't want to listen and pay attention to what's happened before. And be a little more understanding that... Pathetic. Yeah. Yes. Indeed, indeed. I just went on a whole rant. I'm so sorry. No, it's all good. I mean, it's like, it's all relevant and it's so necessary to create from a place of empathy. So, yeah, take this message, anything that you resonated with, and share it with a friend, share it with your family, you know? Like, we are moving into an era of empathy, consideration, you know, being able to support each other, collaborate, and seeing each other's gifts, that's a part of being empathetic as well, I feel yeah. like. It's like, oh, I want to put myself in that person's shoes. Imagine how amazing an artist I would be. Or imagine this and this and that. Like, the, the possibilities are endless when you begin to think outside of the box. When you begin to think about others and not just yourself all the time. And, of course, nourish yourself. Do all the things you need to fill your cup and also be like how can I then serve yeah how can I then serve and so yeah if you resonate with anything please like subscribe follow and share our podcast that would be the highest form of appreciation and yeah we just want to thank you so much for joining us here and we'll see you on the next one ciao ciao